When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The show, where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. This week, this yeah. month, we're doing Could It Be I'm Falling In Love? Right. With Boo. That's right. Because it's <laughs> Halloween season. Boo. Boo. Golly jeepers! So where? So creep show, peep show. What did we watch this week? We watched. <laughs> guess what we watched? So last week we watched uh, Midnight Mass. We're continuing right. on with like Netflix mania series, and we watched Squid Game. Yes. Um, I wasn't even gonna bother with it until I think you had watched it. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I I really wanted you to watch it. Not necessarily for the podcast, but just... Just in general. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's good. Because, like, I hadn't, like, talked to anybody that watched it. And I was like, meh, it's probably me. And then you're telling me, and I'm like, oh. And so then I started watching. I was like, oh, my God, this is really nuts and really good. I think it's one of those... I think it's one of those phenomena because it was, like, the highest rated show on netflix like when it was released mm-hmm. it's the highest rated like korean drama that's ever been on netflix yeah so but it's one of those instances where like i can't believe it's popular because if i were to tell somebody okay guys there's a korean drama horror psychological horror totally um, that, you know, has amazing sort of surrealistic art direction. People would be like, no way. Keep your creepy suggestions to yourself, as always. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this this had, like, everything. It was, like, it was, like, realistically scary. Right. And, but there, to say, so the Squid Game, it's a series, and it's in that sort of vein of, um, you know, a play to the death type tropes, like mm-hmm. the Saw films. Yes. The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, I saw this movie, Cadaver, which is really good. I think it's on Netflix. It's Norwegian. Oh. Um, but yeah, very similar sort of delicatessen vibes. Oh, uh, if you see where I'm headed uh-huh. with that one. 
because the it's post-apocalyptic. They're running out of food resources. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, and Circle is another one of them. But it, it, honestly, it's one of my favorite subgenres of horror. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why it works so well, but or why it's so relatable. But I I have felt in my life that I've been in a situation where it's a very high pressure situation mm-hmm. and you're like, how in the world am I going to make it out of here? And all of these people were there. Like all of these types <laughs> all of characters, people were, all of these characters were there, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> uh-huh. like over sentimental, um, hardened criminal, you know, <laughs> like just the whole span. And you're like, how am I going to survive in this, you know, environment, like, how do you play it ethically and get out unscathed? If you've ever been in any sort of institution, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you've been incarcerated, uh-huh. um, you know, or just a bad job scenario. True, um, true. You know how, like, when you walk into, because um, I used to temp a lot, but when you walk into a temp job and you look around and you're like, you like spot and you're like, okay, alt girl, goth, um, gay guy, like, uh, like, where are my allies here? No, you know, I just, just immediately. I've never had that. Yeah. <laughs> it was always like, who can I talk to? <laughs> no one? Okay, I'm gonna not even try. Yeah, no, I would like look at the most antagonistic, like, girl with like, you know, black hair, and I was like, I will crack you. Like, we will be friends. And it worked. But, um, yeah, so I think a lot of people can relate to that situation, right? Have you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that, like, is the appeal of survival and all of those shows is just, you know, it's like, what is it the person who's like, sticks to their guns ethically is it the best person morally is it the smartest person like who is gonna win it like is it the most charismatic yeah and like with this show the problem is is that you know that people that you're getting attached to they're not gonna make it through all this because absolutely not there can only be one like fucking highlander right exactly so i think the like so when I read about it, um, the writer-director had pitched it in, like, back in 2009, 2008, 2009. Oh, wow. And and it's, like, the interest in it just wasn't there. And I don't know if it was just, you know, going through COVID and just a worldwide economic depression or yes. what it was where people felt a little more... It just felt a little more apocalyptic, you know? Yeah. And I think that, like, I've been reading, and I, I'd also have to agree, like, you know, a lot of people are, um, there's, like, that desperation right now and over the last year and a half for people, people that have lost jobs and that have nothing, nothing to lose and only to gain. And so a lot of people are like, yeah, I would... I would play this game. Right. And I'm like, that sucks. And so, I mean, the 
the basic premise of the Squid Game, and I mean, again, with all of these like huge spoilers, please watch it first before oh, listening to us. Huge spoilers. And the other thing too is that like this is like just our takeaway from it. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure there are so many things that we missed just because like culturally. Where, you know, there's like, oh, that would be a class distinction or that would be, you know, things that we wouldn't know because of how someone spoke or their accent or, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so this is just how your two weird aunts, their opinion after watching the Squid Game, like that's, (laughs) which is kind of of meaningless, (laughs) but (laughs) here we are. But so is life, you know? True, true. But, um... If you're just curious what your what your takeaway, but it's funny because, um, you know, there, I mean, while there is a lot of good in the world and I, I surely, I believe that the other thing is, is like where I live, you know, when like COVID first got started getting serious, Mm -hmm. um, and then we had a couple of weather events where people were like trapped in their house. Like when you went to the grocery stores, they were cleaned out. Oh yeah. And I was just like, who needs 14 pounds of pork ribs? Like really you needed all of it? Like what are you preparing for? Because like now we don't have anything, anything. to eat. Mm-mm. You know, and I was, so it's like, I mean, just at the smallest, inkling of disaster you already saw like oh so we're not in this together (laughs) (laughs) no like they they literally had to put guards in the water aisle so people could only get like a certain amount of water what because people were clearing it out they would just get like baskets and baskets of water there wasn't any left and they just like couldn't get deliveries fast enough (gasps) So I think that it is that sort of, like, I not only did I relate to the players, but, like, I feel like I've also, <laughs> I've also been one of those guards. Um, Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because, like, um, well, because the, the guards, the ones that, like, were shooting people... They were right. also like they were they were just like the players. They were just people they got off the street. It wasn't like they were fucking hired assassins or something. Well, and like how I've worked like when I was talking about temp jobs, but I've worked jobs where I've like had to collect on loans, like on student loans that were I knew these kids had no idea what they were signing up for. And like it made it made me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to be any part of this, but I yes. have to earn money. Yeah, you know because no, I had like huge bills to pay. So it's mm-hmm. like, you I know, I have had similar jobs, and I've had similar phone calls. I mean, it, like when they were like, you know, so upset on the other end of the phone. I mean, part of me wanted to be like. I mean, motherfucker, like, I agree. (laughs) This is not fair. (laughs) I mean, these people shouldn't have given you a a loan at 17% interest. Yeah. Like. 
Anyway. So it's just like, and I also think one of the positives of this, so, you know, the arc of it is that all of this player, they, there's, what, like four, like over 400, a little over 400 players. I think it's like f- probably 500. Let's just round out to like 500. Well, and it's sad because the lead character is the last player. So his number, I should remember. Oh, 436. Oh, okay. Because that would be how many people there were. Oh. I don't remember. So, well, I'm glad that you remembered that. But, um, so all of these people that were chosen are in desperate financial straits. Like they've borrowed they're like at this point they're on the hook to loan sharks. Yeah. And that is why they've agreed to play. But like beyond loan sharks, I mean, this is not like loan sharks here. This is like, they're going to fucking harvest your body. You signed contracts. <laughs> right. They're and they want your, your fucking kid. organs. They're not right. fucking around. No, but it's true. I, you know, although to say, I don't know about, I haven't been mixed up with a loan shark here, but I mean, don't they break knees? Well, they break knees, but they're not trying to like steal your body parts. Yet. They'll kill you. That's what I mean. I guess but, I mean. I mean, yeah. they're not as smart about it. Like, I guess that's probably... what I'm saying. They're missing an opportunity, and maybe they should watch oh, the Squid Game. Absolutely. I mean, how many... Like, again, we've talked about this before. What could you get for some corneas? You said you were going <laughs> to steal mine. That's right. I was going to show up, <laughs> stick my fingers in your eyes, and go, Squid Game. You weren't going <laughs> to... <laughs> I wasn't going to see it coming because I'm like, uh, clearly I wasn't wearing my glasses and I can't see. I didn't know. I didn't know that like corneas were still okay if you had bad vision. But it, I mean, if you need them that desperately, please, I guess, take my corneas. Okay, because I'm glad you I and I as this podcast it will evidence when I take those corneas. Yeah, you agreed to it. Sure. Squid game. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> like when the judge asked me do you have anything to say on in your defense i'll be like squid game (laughs) (laughs) you get it (laughs) but but the thing of it is is that you know i think the other positive right is so there's only one character, and I wrote down. So this is the actress's name because I was telling you beforehand that yeah, I watched a video to get the correct pronunciations of the character names, but it was just the actors' names, not the characters' names. Uh-huh. Okay, so it is the North Korean defector that character, which is Chung Ho Young. Or Kang Se Byok is her real name. Yes, the really cute pickpocket girl. Oh, and I was like, she is easily one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Agree, a hundred percent. And apparently, she was a, or she is a very successful model. And I was like, well, oh, that's not surprising. Okay. Um, but like her, her face, like it was just like. I don't know how to describe it. It broke my heart. 
you know, she like really broke my heart. And it wasn't even just the storyline. It was like she was like such an empty vessel for all of this to flow through. Um, Mm -hmm. She was probably the only character that I had that was like unequivocally, I feel pretty good hearted. Everybody else was not not only an anti-hero, but almost amoral. I saw an interview where they talked about the lead character who is played by Lee Shang-Che. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 456. He's number oh, 456. 456. Listen, he's very hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, Not in a, all. <laughs> what? She is a Scorpio, so... <laughs> Get ready. Listen, you know what? Everything I watch is somebody that is fuckable to me. <laughs> and in this one, there's a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. Jesus. <laughs> they got some of the most attractive people for this show. But I mean, when he wasn't wearing weird wigs or look at, trying to look scuzzy, um, very attractive. Right. No, he is. And I don't know. I couldn't figure out if, like, he was wearing extensions or a mm. fall to give yeah. him sort of a mullet, you know, like a partial. It was like, but I thought it was pretty well done. Um, At first, no. But during the games, like, as you kind of, like, um, took his side and were, like, rooting for him, then all of a sudden, like, he got way hotter. I see like, what you mean. Like his hair got curlier, like wavier. <laughs> you, you know, feel like we warmed up to his hair as we warmed up to his character. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it. Like he got more. Like they're like, okay, let's let's let his true attractiveness like come out here. Let's stop trying to make him look goofy uh, until the very end. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, he's very very fuckable. <laughs> I'm glad that's the arc you went you went through watching it. <laughs> that's your takeaway. At first, I wasn't as attracted, but you know what? Well, he wore that dumb ball cap, and then he wore like his hair was all, uh, and you couldn't really like see it. But then once the ball cap was gone, he'd taken a shower. Uh-huh. And was wearing this really cool uniform. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. No, you're right. Wavy, sexy waves. Well, I I watched him an interview with the director and the main characters. And his concern was like, is this guy even likable? Are people going to be rooting for him? And so they they placed more likable, like him feeding the mackerel to the cat. Do you remember that scene? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's the thing, because (laughs) I was, like, so upset by the way he treated his mother. Oh. And, like... Yeah. That... He was, like, deadbeat kid. Like, the equivalent would be, like, here in America would be, like, you know, 30-something living in his parents' basement, playing video games, not working. Yeah, and not only that, but, like, Mom, where's my fucking meatloaf? Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. She's worn out. Like, this woman is worn... Even before the diagnosis, like, she had diabetes and her her feet looked like they needed to be amputated. They probably... Even before that. Yeah. The fact that he didn't even notice 
Yeah, exactly. The, that was like a real How do you big... not notice that? Yeah, like nobody hides being in that much. Like you have to really be self-involved. She couldn't not walk. Like, and how many times like that trope where it's like, you know, God, but I really love my kid. Okay, but not enough to get it together. You know, not enough to like work on not being a gambling addict or spending, oh yeah, you know what I mean, spending yeah. more time or yeah, like yeah. the the you money mean him with his daughter because he yeah. has a daughter. Um, yeah, and the mom the the money that your mother gave you to buy her fried chicken, you spent it all gambling, and then you had to get her a fucking hot dog noodle water. You know, <laughs> like like th- is this your king? No, no, this is not my king. That's what I'm saying. Like, and he looked really scrubby and really gross. And I completely agree. Like, I was like, yeah. Okay. Now I feel like you're going back to, is he fuckable? And I'm, I no, believe no, 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 you. No. I believe I'm just you. Saying, I'm just saying, like, at this <laughs> point. Saying, as a person, you're like, and again, this- I'm telling you, that baseball <laughs> hat threw me off. I'm like, no. No. That's He's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about they had to portray him. They were like portraying him as like this just total piece of shit, like total right. piece of garbage. Like, right. you know, he, I mean, he owed money on top of owing money. He right. was like asking these loan sharks, like, oh, can I borrow money even though you're going to kill me because I can't pay you the money I already owe you? Right. What? Can yeah. I borrow money to pay you? <laughs> what? I mean, it was it was pretty bad. And yeah. So it's like, I mean, I wasn't, I was not rooting for him at any point. Like, I, no. if, I was like, if he's, if there's only one person who's going to survive, he's like third or fourth. You but know? see, he was the star, so I knew he was going to well, I mean, hmm, yeah, at a point, but like you kind of knew something was going to happen. Um, and the other thing that I saw about the interview, because at first it was pitched as a movie, and then then it was developed into a series. And so one of the things that was added from the original premise was the cop, like oh. f- trying to find out information uh-huh. on. So like he wasn't. And, and that did feel very like pointless. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, my assumption is so yeah, because we we see his journey, and I guess it gives us um, a POV on like the inner machinations of yeah how this place works. We could have gotten it, it without him, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you could see. You know, and the uh, the other character was here. Um, sorry, here. Can you see the notes that I've written? They're like, yeah, they're a little it's difficult. Okay, it's O Il Nam was the elderly the man, man with the Brit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that storyline, and so like I could see that, but the so you have. There are themes that are relatable to all, nearly anywhere, any any country or any part of the world where somebody is watching this. Because the other thing that we learn about the main character is that part of the reason that he is kind of a deadbeat and kind of lost his way is because he was involved in a labor riot 
where one of his friends got killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that if that's not a critique of capitalism, I don't know where, you know, I mean, that's pretty overt. <laughs> it's pretty overt. Yeah. And it's funny, too, how within the game itself, it was, you know, we are all equal here. No one has an advantage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is true, uh, true to an extent, but, you know, you know, considering that there was, like, violence involved and, you know, when the players were sort of lights out and let to thin the herd, I mean... I didn't like that part either. I was like, wait, why is this being allowed yeah, to happen? Yeah, because that seems like a natural advantage, but I think it's... I do think it's, I don't know, ironic that with, you know, that out in the world, the world has treated you unkindly, but here, at least, everyone is given a fair shot. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's also kind of a torture chamber. (laughs) And we're all going to die, except for one person. I kept, like, like during each game, I was just, like, looking at some of these people, like, do you really think you're going to get through this? Because, like, I know I couldn't, and I would just be like, mm, I surrender, and then just be like, shoot me in the head. You know what, though? I mean, like, that's kind of how I feel about, like, America and capitalism, where I'm just like, do you really think you're going to get through this? Because we're fucked. Like, if you're not there yet, <laughs> yeah. like... Maybe you don't have the the absolute privilege of having, like, a terrible um, chronic illness, but we don't have, like, medical coverage in this country. So it's like, yeah. you know, in this country is that's the sort of the mythos of, like, the United States, which is everybody's got a shot here. If you work hard enough, if you're cunning and strong, if you're clever enough, you too can be prosperous and wealthy you know there are no like it like here it's fair it doesn't matter like where you're born or what your name is maybe fucking hundred years ago well and that's the thing and it's like yeah that's true except almost everybody's gonna be fucked except for one person Mm -hmm. like you know for that one person for that one person to prosper the rest of us have to suffer Mm -hmm. and like i know for sure like if you said America's a squid game, I know for sure round one, I'm gone. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, wait, is that little robot girl turning around? I would freak the fuck out. Boom. Like, I would not have stayed still when the. I would have just stayed still. Oh, you would have frozen? I would have, fro- I would be like, my motion would be like peeing my pants or crapping my pants. <laughs> right. So that is that's movement. Then, please, by all means, shoot me in the head. If bowel movement counts as movement, <laughs> well, and the other thing is, so they had oh, the most sympathetic character. Um, okay, and his name was Abdul Ali. Ali. Yeah. Oh, um, and like. Again, you know, like what country doesn't have a population of migrant workers that are hoping to, you know, earn a little extra money on the, you know, and send some home. And so that's like a universal 
Yeah. And and we talked about um, Chung Ho Young, like for the North Korean defector. Yeah. You know, and that's another, like, again, what it's like if you're trying to immigrate to this country and you've paid coyotes or, like, yeah. you know, just getting here, just getting here is so expensive. And if it doesn't and like, work. Didn't, well, didn't her parents get killed? Right. I think her father got killed. Like, he was shot in the river. Yeah. And he died. But her to... mother was sent back. Like, she made it to China, but she was sent back to North uh, Korea. Okay. And then her brother was orphaned, and so. Well, I think the I think the mother's still alive, but she's oh, in she North didn't. Korea. Oh, okay, but he was like basically left there. Like they right. were together, and then she's like trying to get him out of. Yeah, she was trying to raise the funds to reunite the family. So, like, mm-hmm. in order to get her mother safe passage. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured too. Um, but I think it was more like, even more than that, she just wanted to make sure her brother was okay. Oh, a hundred percent. But um, I think, I think like, I'm almost positive that, that she was trying to get her mother safe passage yeah, for her brother's sense. sake. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So like of all of, of everyone's motives, hers were probably the most pure, totally agree she was the prettiest and had <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so am i vain I see, what, what are you trying to say I am I vain? your value system your value system <laughs> are you saying i'm immoral no are you i don't saying, know what are you I'm saying, saying here? well here my favorite characters are based on fuckability attractiveness so <laughs> and your point is <laughs> no i don't know i just that's casting. That's not my problem. <laughs> no, I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, she is. She's a beautiful girl. The other uh, one I loved was her. Her friend, the other girl. I I can't remember her name, but um, the younger. Yeah, the younger. That woman. was like oh, that episode. So it was like, I think it was episode six, maybe where they yeah. were. Um, playing marbles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that was the most, I would, honestly, I, yeah, that was the most emotional, that was the best episode, I thought. Oh my god. Did you cry? Oh, of course, of course. I mean, that, ugh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. Fucking heartbreaking. And she knew, like, she knew, she, she heard... Um, Sabiak, she heard her story and was like, well, shit, I don't have family like you do. Right. I don't have, you know, people depending on me. And so it's like people were offering themselves up. It it came down to that. Like, well, who's the most deserving? And then yeah. there was other people that were so fucking cutthroat. Right. Um, well, the- so that's speaking of, we haven't talked about that character yet. Yeah. But um, it is uh, Cho Sang Woo. And he was um, like a gifted, gifted student who went to Seoul National University. 
and he was the one that had like invested poorly lost tons of money like he had like put his mother's store and house i think up as collateral mm-hmm. on more loans so and she was like gonna and, lose it all well and then he and um seong Hoon, the main character they were childhood friends right and they played the squid game the actual squid game when they were kids on the right. playground so. and um but i saw when i i watched other people's reviews and i thought this was like a really clever um insight was you know i mean there are like in order to succeed you know it's sort of praise to be kind of cutthroat you know that sort of saying that it's yeah. like there are no ethical billionaires and that sort of <laughs> that's a fact you know but that like in like in the sort of economy that we have now that sort of like almost sociopathic, yeah. solo minded, very like not like we can do this if we work together, but like only your needs above all else, like whatever the sacrifices are. I mean, that's really sort of the path he took and it and he made mm-hmm. it almost all the way. Yeah. But you know, at what cost? You know? Yeah. And um Well, and he did things that like um, I think, like, his friend was really shocked that he did. Like, who are you? I thought we were, like, I thought we were friends. I thought I knew you. Well, I mean, I've, like, even just in my working life, I mean, I remember being up for a job and then, um, like, a, like, a really good job for the state. And then the girl that I work with sort of gave me a bad review because she, like, saw me as competition but oh, yeah. I thought, but I thought we were, <laughs> again, I was like uh, Ali in that situation where I was like, oh, I thought we were in this together <laughs> and yeah. we weren't. Cause like we, you know, there was like two jobs and there was one that paid better. And I was like, well, you go for that one. I'll go for the other one, you know, sort of like signaling that I'm not the cutthroat type. Right. It did not matter. She didn't want me anywhere near it. And like, I was really shocked by it, but I was like, Ew. those, right. But it was like. You know, that sort of situation, you know, when people are like, well, that's just business, you know, it's not personal. And, you know, that sort of celebrated that sort of like cutthroat, like shark predatory behavior. I mean, as long if it gets you where you need to go. But, um, I mean, I think it was like. And it's ironic because, I mean, we're talking about the very end here because he was up against his childhood friend and he, he wasn't willing, like his best, his childhood friend wasn't willing to win if that meant that he was going to die, but that meant, so he was like, we can call it off. He was like, but then nobody gets the money. It wasn't even that he was trying to save his life. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like that had nothing to do with it but he's like i'm not gonna kill my friend and he's like yeah but this is all pointless then right exactly but <laughs> right he was like well what's the point like what if like it's still pointless if i live and neither of us get the money like i'd rather just die i mean it is pointless the whole I mean, game was is- pointless 
However, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So, ugh. but again, like Siong is like a good guy at the end. Like I think, like they really show that once he befriends the old man, and he has that um, that empathy for the old man, and um, he will he'll include him in his team because he knows that nobody else will. And so the old man gets left out a lot. And, you know, he's like, I can't just, you know, ditch this guy because he's going to die. And it's like, well, yeah, but he's a brain tumor and he's old and he's dying anyways. Yeah. But he still has that empathy for him to not leave him behind because he is the weakest. So would you say don't blame the sweet and tender who again, because he was old and he would have died anyways. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know about old men and I knew there was something cheeky and wrong about him. Me <laughs> too. From the very beginning. Me too. Especially, well, okay, this is kind of stupid. But like, when I saw his number, I was like, huh. Interesting. Why is and why are then, you number one? Why are you number one? And um and then I was like I think once like episode three or four happened, I was for sure a hundred percent that he had something to do with the game. Right. Um, but especially there was that there was an epi- the episode that was like the most heart wrenching. The Marvel episode where he, and that's the thing because it was, again, it was sort of like, who's to know who was right or wrong in that situation because. And he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to lie to him, but it's like, well, it's either me or you. Yeah. And not only that, but like, he also thought that he, at this point that he was like, you know, like having an episode that he was just because he was behaving as if dementia had set in or if the brain tumor had started like messing with like sort of his executive functioning and um yeah and like they were both gonna die if they didn't get through this yes and so it was like you know even if he were to win what's he winning you know yeah 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 so it was you know and then he was just like, I can't believe you would cheat me. And he was like, really? You can't? <laughs> like, you can't believe that. But, um, I mean, the thing that I guess is the most, you know, I mean, with any of these sort of things, like, you know, you sort of buy into, sure, there's an island that doesn't show up on Google Maps, like... You know, James Bond villain style. Sure, Sure, Johnny Depp. You know, sure, 450 people can go missing at once and it doesn't like ring like every, I don't know, every year and it doesn't ring alarm bells. Well, actually, (laughs) actually, that happens all the time. (laughs) Actually, that does happen all the time. All the time. (laughs) All the time, especially if you have like a record or, yeah. Um, and, but yeah, like the fact that, there is and especially after they said they gave you a choice at one point if everybody voted to go home 
that you could go back into the world. So yeah. surely people, more than one person must have reported this to somebody, right? Exactly. Well, he tried. Remember, right. he went to the police and they're just like, oh, yeah, sure. But you would think that, like, again, I could see if they only heard of this one time. But if they were like, God, this is a crazy story. And, like, 25 other people had said it. You know what I mean? That, I don't know. I would feel like more. Well, and then the cop, he took the card and he was like, oh, you know, he had seen it before. And he, like, he thought his brother was, um, like, participating in the game. Yeah, or a victim of it, I think. A a victim, right, 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 right. And then it turned out his brother was like, um, what did they call him? The frontman. Yeah. He was the frontman. So, like, he, it it looked like he was running, he was, like, the the leader of the game. Like, he, he had started it or something, which completely was not true. Right, no, I I could sort of tell, I mean, I know it was a misdirect, but I mean, I could sort of tell, like, nobody that was running that joint was going to be on the property that Mm -hmm. much, because it was dangerous as hell. Yes. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I do. The other thing is that the art direction is amazing. So oh. the sets are amazing. Oh. I mean, and it's hard to know, like, you know, what the reference is. I mean, obviously, there's so, I mean, so there's like this sort of childlike MC mm. Escher. Yeah. Know, did, did you ever see that movie Toys with Robin Williams? Yes. Yeah, that it kind of reminded me of that, but it was like, like horrifying. Um, I mean, it, it was like pink for the girls. Like the the women's girls' bathroom was pink, right? And yeah, and I guess the shapes. I'm assuming it was like the shapes from the Squid Game, right? Like the circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. The triangle. And not and the not a PlayStation square. controller. Oh Didn't God. they look like the the, <laughs> the the guys in the suits? It looked like they had like microphone heads and then like painted with the shape. But like I know they were like fencing masks or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, but that like, makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But all I did. could think is like microphone heads. Yeah, yeah. They did look like that, and it had to be difficult to see. The other scene that I really loved was there's a point where um, I believe it's like the character that's the doctor. He like is running. He's running wild through the facility, but he doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. And there's like all these false leads. Like he'd open a door and there was a solid wall behind it. Mm -hmm. And like he didn't know where to go. And I was like, that is straight out of a nightmare. Yeah. Gosh. I've had so many nightmares like that where, or that, like, the rooms get, like, like smaller, smaller and smaller. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can't get out. But, yeah, I mean, it was just visually amazing. Mm. And it did have, like, yeah, I mean, it had the pacing of a drama. It was fun. It was, I mean, it was fun and 
horrible. Right. Of course. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Somehow, somehow it was fun, even though people were like, like dying by the hundreds, literally. It was, it was still fun. Um, and like the characters were just all over the place. The people that were participating and that got to like the final couple of games, they were like, I mean, there was the one woman that you loved, that you said you loved, and I thought she was crazy. And you're like, no, she's well, the smartest. Yeah, I thought she was crazy like a fox. Now, I don't remember what her character name was, but she was oh, probably... it was um, Han Mino. Okay. And, like, she was the one at the beginning that was like, I've got to get out. I have a baby. It hasn't even been named yet, you know? And it was <laughs> yeah. just like, whatever. The fact that she smuggled cigarettes and... Um, you know, like she covered for a girl who was doing like a scouting mission and, you know, she just like, she would align herself with whoever would align with her in the moment. Yeah. Like, sure. I mean, yes, she did scream a lot. I get that. But I mean, in a, again, in a situation like that, I mean, for, she just came off to me as like the ultimate survivor. Like she was, but like, oh, she drove me nuts. I think she's supposed to, but... Um, yeah, she had a volume control issue. That was the bad dubbing. <laughs> the dubbing on the show was so bad. Oh, I didn't listen to... I mean, I listened to the... You read original. it? Original. I read yeah. it, and I listened to it. I did Oh, both. you did both? I did both. Okay. Because I heard that both were actually um, not 100% correct, that's and, what I heard too, yeah. And I was like watching and listening and I'm like, none of this matches up. None of this matches up. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I did hear that, yeah, that the translation, like that the, and that's what I mean, because I'm sure there are a lot of things like that, not only are we missing in translation, but again, things like, you know, accents that would indicate like, oh, this is like, you know, a posh accent, or this is yeah, condescending, yeah, yeah. or this, you know, things like that we would, we just wouldn't be able to recognize. Didn't we, or, like, talk about that with Parasite? Oh, we talked about that, um, yeah, just, like, privately. We haven't talked about it on here yet, though, but... Oh. Yeah, I, the same... That same sort of phenomenon where the director spoke about, like, um, how he, when he like wrote and like put when he was making this movie he assumed that this was a very for a very specific audience like they they were the only ones who were going to understand like this for like a korean audience and but like it just everyone was able to that was a good fucking movie oh sure yeah obviously yeah i think there was like that fear that shit would get lost in translation too and maybe it was a little bit, but I mean, with that, you could get the gist of it. With this, I think maybe we did lose some things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is that I think that, yeah, that like a critique of class and it was really mm -hmm. hard to tell, you know, because like the way that they were talking about certain neighborhoods, I was like, I know this is an indication of something, but I don't know what it is like i don't know if this neighborhood is better or worse or yes you know like what the, yeah. what this is meant to indicate and but i i do feel like 
you know, even just the way that um, Ch- uh, Cho Sing Wu, who was the the guy that was the investor that went to, you know, the fancy college, like the way that he yeah. treated Ali and like gave him the money for the bus train, like it was almost kind of condescending, even though he yes. didn't have the money for it. Like it, it wasn't necessarily an act of kindness, but like it almost felt like grubby. Yes. You know, like a class thing. Yeah. And so I think there were like little things like that that made... He still, like, even though he was in the same boat, he still felt like he was better than him. Exactly. Exactly. Like, he couldn't afford it any more than he could. I mean, in fact, no. like, Ali probably had more money than he did, considering that he wasn't hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. You know what I right. mean? Like Exactly. But, um, so, but I do think that, you know, even losing a lot of that, the, you know, the, the main message I think was pretty clear and that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, the more that we work together, the better off we are like having this sort of um, winner takes all mentality. Like, you know, when you win, like at what cost, like, what are you winning? You know? Yeah. Yeah. What, because I mean, like at the end, spoiler, big fat spoiler. I mean, of course, Seong Ji Hoon, he like won because he's the lead actor. But then, like, <laughs> but then, like, he he's completely empty inside. Like, he he won't even touch the money because he's got such horrible trauma and fucking PTSD from what happened and everything he went through. He wants nothing to do with it. Yeah, and the thing is, is that like, who is ethical when the game is unethical? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like that. That's the problem. Is that like. You know, you don't need somebody to show up in a gilded mask, like, to know that they're running the joint mm-hmm. and that and that they're doing it knowing that in order for them to have all of these resources, there's going to be millions of people that are barely staying alive, you know, yeah. that yeah. have none of the resources. Mm-hmm. So it's like... If you've got, like, 456 of you together, rather than, like, tear each other apart, you know, like, try to, like, take down the game. Yes. Like, that's that's kind of the... Well, and the fucked up thing is, like, you know, the they started with, like, a certain amount of money, and every time somebody died, the money went up, the money went up. The more money you could get out of the pot went up, so... Yeah. I mean, it's, you know... It got to the point where some people were just like, oh, shit, let's let's kill all these people so I can get more money. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, that's the trick is yeah. that is that it's not <laughs> like the ninety nine point nine nine percent of us like we're not the issue here. <laughs> like, no, not, like fighting amongst ourselves isn't going to solve anything like it's not going to no. like and like it's not going to. Well, anyway. Oh, okay. So we usually pick songs if we were. Do we not make... want to mention? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. 
Do we not want to mention his... I just want to mention that last wig he's wearing. I know you want to also. Please. Okay. Please. Okay. Okay. He he realizes that he should take the money because something happens. So he does some deeds. And then he's like, I'm going to get a makeover. And so he goes into the, the hair parlor and... <laughs> And there's some, like, 90s models, like, photos on the wall. And the, the hairstylist is like, oh, do you want me to do this? You know, make some more curls and stuff for you. Da, 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 ch- make it choppy. And he points this fucking picture on the wall from, like, 1999. And he walks out with, like, a short, bright red hairdo. Right. And it's like, why would you do that? If I want that much money, I would want to blend it as much as I possibly could. Okay, so you... Oh, you want to blend in, you say? Yes. I don't know. I mean, why does Guy Fieri bleach his hair? Well, because he's the mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> right, that's what I Everybody mean. Everybody knows I, him anyways. I mean, if he's a phoenix rising from the ashes, he needs... Oh. Um, and then they make room for a sequel, kind of, which I I feel like I wish they wouldn't, but... Uh. Well, and plus I feel like the sequel to a lot of these sort of storylines is, like, punishing the people that have either organized the game. I'm absolutely positive that's what they'll do. And... Again, it's like, I mean, are you really in a position to be the one? <laughs> look at the decision you made on your hair. Yeah, that's right. Take a look at yourself in the mirror and be like, are you the avenging angel right now? Or should you be singing <laughs> Bye 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 in an instant cover band? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen... I have the same hair right now. No, I... Look, I didn't want to say anything, but it is really <laughs> close. This is in honor of... I mean, his is burgundy. To give you to give you credit, you have a what I feel like is very natural ginger. Well, it is, but it's still like an homage to... Um, you know, it's, it's kind of the same... If I did a... If I did like a wing... You're um, so close. I know. I know. Um, now, where's my where's my thirty eight million dollars? I don't know. I mean, you're gonna have to find four hundred and fifty five people to slaughter. Easy. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. So, if we were to put together a list of um, songs that we would put together based on this. Yeah. What What were your songs? Or so for my songs, I chose for our Spotify playlist. Oh, that's right. Your Weird Ants playlist on Spotify. Playlist on Spotify. Um. So the first song I chose was "Money, Money, Money" by ABBA. Okay. Um. And then I chose. Um, <laughs> this song 
Far From Over by Frank Stallone. It's from... (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. It's from the Staying Alive soundtrack. (laughs) I know what it is. (laughs) I know you know. (laughs) I know you know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, If you listen to the words, it makes sense. (laughs) Does it? Okay. (laughs) Yes, it makes sense. Um, Oxler. <laughs> well, actually, if you uh, pull up have the you lyrics. Actually, have you read the lyrics and actually listened to it? Because I did. Um, and then the third song uh, I chose, You Might Be Mad About. It's um, This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us by oh, Sparks. Fuck you. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't approve of that choice at all. Oh, now you're willing to do it? Okay. Oh. I am mad. Oh. Well, you know what? <laughs> you haven't heard my choices yet. I'm so excited. Um, I am picking Never Thought I Would, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh. Despite all my rage, I'm still just ratting the game. <laughs> Okay. And then um, from Labyrinth Within <gasps> You, where he's like walking on the. I move the stars a new one. And he's oh like, my Whoa. god, where he's, where he's in the Escher painting? Yeah, exactly. And then he does that. That was me walking up and walking upside down. But, but there's that cedar, he like walks off the ledge and it's oh, like. So <laughs> he's like, your eyes could be so cruel. <laughs> Yeah, so good. That's really good. <laughs> but since you, I, well, if we're doing money songs, yeah, you have to do my favorite money song. Okay. The Flying Lizards. The best things in life, life are free. Are free. <laughs> but you can, you can give, give them, them to the, the, birds, the birds and bees. bees. I want, I want money. money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's I like so that. good. <laughs> oh, it's the best. I almost chose um, Money Money by um, Liz Minnelli from Cabaret. Oh, that's good, too. There's a lot of good money songs. <laughs> I know. But yeah, that was it. That was my playlist. Okay. It's pretty good. Good choices, my dear. Very okay. good list, my lovely. Okay. I'm going to get my Burgundy Bob. Please. Uh, I'm just going Rock out out to Frank Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good weekend for me. I mean, seriously. No, I'm out for justice. I'm going to need that burgundy bob. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a life changing moment and I've had to really look within. And so without, I'm going to need that burgundy bob. <laughs> this is my life choice after all this trauma. <laughs> Although, yeah, have you heard that Nicki Minaj sample where they're like, "You know, I'm, I'm known for the Bob, Bob, Bob." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to this show. Line. 
<laughs> you can send in your recommendations. You can send it. You can send in your recommendations. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Yes, and you can find us on Twitter at um, Weird Aunties, Instagram at Your Weird Ants, Facebook page at Your Weird Ants, or you can email us at Your Weird Ants at gmail.com if you have any suggestions. Please, on whatever platform you listen to us, comment, rate, subscribe, download. If you want to know who Ruth uh, finds attractive and any vehicle. It's gonna be it's gonna be one person <laughs> per show per movie whatever. Right. Just know gonna... that. Just know that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all right. And so yeah, we're gonna be trying to go through, you know, some more of the horror offerings. Considering it's October, it's that time of the year. So there's a lot out there right now. Right. Stuff and, we haven't um, seen. Yeah, and we have to get back to you. I've watched so many terrible movies, <laughs> hoping that it would be something we could review, but I don't want to just, you know, poop on someone's dream. So <laughs> I don't mean, like, hey, we'll we keep review- looking. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep looking for something appropriate. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, wow, well, I put 10 years into my li- of my life into this piece of shit. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> You owe me an apology. <laughs> Good thing that didn't happen here. Yeah, no, no, this was great. This guy put 10 years of his life, maybe more, 14. Yeah. And it worked out well. It was really good. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Okay, so... Um, well, so, yes. that's it. That's that's the show. And I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And you we're... Know, we're your, your weird... Ants. Ants. Bye, everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now